Dear listener, help me welcome your host to the podium of leadership, Dr. Victor Odor. Welcome to the podium of leadership. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Clement Zipat, the immediate past senior special assistant to the Governor on Diaspora Affairs, the MDC of Spring Garden Restaurant that is run by none other than Mr. Clement Zipat. He's here to interact with you with his experience in doing business. Like he told you, he started a business from the scratch, and I'm a testimony to it because I knew when he was moving around from one university to another, one institution to another, to do his own skill. He's a chemist from the University of Calabar. He didn't want to tell you all of that. He has been around, he's been a police officer, he understands this economy. Feel free to ask him a question. What idea does he have or what you want to test your idea with him? Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Clement Ipad is here to answer any question you have. Do you want to see beyond your vision? Do you want to hear what other people think about leadership? Do you need a reshaping of your mindset and mentorship? Then Tune in to the Podium of Leadership, The Poll with Victor Udo, showing on AKBC Channel 45 every Monday by 12.30pm and on NTA Channel 12 for you every Thursday by 10pm. Tune to The Poll on Planet FM on Wednesdays by 3pm and on Inspiration FM every Saturday by 12.30pm. You can be a guest on this program. You can also advertise your products, goods and services or sponsor the program by calling our office line 0902-300-7299 that is 0902-300-7299 Visit our website on www.thepool.com.ng Like our page on facebook.com forward slash the podium of leadership or follow us on our twitter handle at the poll with victor the podium of leadership do show join us i want you guys to ask to tap into this knowledge it's not very often that you have a brand like this sitting down for you to interact so feel free to ask him any question but ladies and gentlemen let's give it up to mr clement if you are listening to us on the radio on planet or inspiration send us a text 0902 if you want to be our guest if you want to come on the podium of leadership if you want to join us let us know if you have a testimony success of how you are creating wealth how you are creating jobs how you you are alleviating poverty in your neighborhood in your community or how you are helping to to consolidate the infrastructure that we have in this great state or if you are showing a way of doing political and economic inclusion of our land come to the podium of leadership the podium is where to be um question it's quite a privilege i i want to know what made you leave the police force if maybe that was not your vision or maybe something happened that you find yourself in a police work. I want to know what made you leave police work to travel up to fly abroad and also I want to find out what made you first of all fly abroad before now coming back to establish a business here instead of establish a business here first. Now also I want to find out why you left your work there to establish a restaurant.
and also why haven't you established the restaurant there to sell African food like our Afang soup, our Edikai Kong, our Waipang Kukwa, our Edikai Wao Sumikpong and over there. Um, but you choose to come over here to establish a restaurant that you sell Chinese food and other food. So, and also, I want you to say and um, remove the um, the the what the the what um, our society people have in our mind in our in, in our mindset about people making it abroad instead of making it here. But you've gone over there, you've made it there, we're living good. But you had to come back. You decided to come back here. Now, I want you to make, as in what you can say, for them to know that someone can also make it here instead of going abroad. Okay, let me start from the, from the third question, if I get you right. You know, I've lived in America for about 26 years now. By so, the way, we have children who are working engineers that are working in the United States making big money too. And I'm also a Nigerian. So I have that dual loyalty and patriotic tendencies in me, which means I don't see it as anything investing in a country where I've spent much of my adult life in. And also, I'm from Nigeria. I'm from Akwaibom State. And that is the very reason that made me and him decide to say, no matter what we do out there, no matter how much we succeed outside, we still have a duty to come back home, establish ourselves home, and also establish other people like you coming up behind us. Let me even make this a little bit more interesting. Because there is big disparity when you go to a restaurant in the United States and when you enter a restaurant here. Can you talk? A little bit on the practical level about customer service, for instance. Exactly. What, what are the, what are the things that make people loyal to the restaurant? Everybody, the other, the other, someone was talking about KFC. Some people don't even know KFC means Kentucky Fried Chicken is a it's a franchise. Why are people going McDonald's? Why are people going all this? What 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 is there? What what would will it take for Spring Garden to become a McDonald's or become a big chain? You know yes. that we can take abroad. Sure. It, it takes one time. It takes money. It takes honesty, both on, the, on my part and on the part of people working in Spring Garden. Now, the common, I would say the common mindset of Nigerians is a restaurant is just a restaurant. No. Over there in America, in London, and in other parts of the world, it's a real money-making business. One of the richest men in this world started a restaurant. And today, the chain is multiplying. I'm sure you've heard about McDonald's. And what they sell is just put a beef patty between buns, bread buns. And it's one of the richest corporations in the world today. It, he did that because of, and by the way, the man just started a little bit from his home. All it sells is that. There are some franchises just selling hot dogs and bread. Nathan's, for example, and they are making quite a lot of money. So now what I am trying to do is bring the concept of restaurants 
as it is done outside Nigeria, not only in the United States. Bring that concept into Akwaibo and possibly start from Akwaibo State and grow the franchise. That's my the the aim of my establishing it here. So restaurant is a very good business. There is no time, no matter how depressed the economy is, no matter how recession has stepped in, people are going to eat. And sometimes it is healthier and better to eat outside. And you see the family structure now, even in Nigeria, is changing. The emphasis before used to be on mom stays at home and cooks the food for everybody. Now moms are working. Kids go to school. The dad is out there working. The little time that mom com comes back from work shouldn't be spent doing all kinds of chores, or even with the father too. So you need places that you can go to, buy healthy, eat healthy, and grow. And also assimilate into what is going on globally, the culture, the global culture of, you know, things are in, we can never stagnate. Yeah. Three things come to my mind that I think might be interesting for you to elaborate. One is the difference between a restaurant and a fast food. And then the other one is in America, they don't have house girls and house boys. So perhaps a family that doesn't, uh, both parents are working, they maybe they have a house, house yes. boy. And then the third thing is when, because I've dealt with some investors that have come, they want to go out to eat. Am I taking them to fast food? They're already staying in a hotel and they don't like the hotel food. They want to go to a restaurant. Do we have restaurants in, in Aquatico? How many restaurants can we count in Aquatico? So please, if you can, if you can. Uh, we really things. don't. Well, I think we do have some restaurants and. Uh, and uh, no, Le Meridian. That's a hotel now. Well, they have a hotel. Well, they have the restaurant, restaurant section there. for it. And the people yeah. that stay there want to go something else. They want some, to go some place out. else to eat, and also have the variety to eat. And you want somebody coming in from London or coming in from Chicago, United States, to be able to eat what he is used to eating. That brings me to the question that you were talking about, having to develop African food over there. Now, as an investor, one thing that I consider first is the profitability. If I sell African food outside, and by the way, there are African restaurants over many there, of many of them. So why should I go in now and invest something that I'm going to find the competition very stiff and then the market and the clientele a little bit low. So these are the things that you have to really take into consideration as you are preparing to launch a business. But here in Nigeria, we don't, like it's telling you, we don't really have what you call restaurants. You find some people leaving this country like when we used to organize uh, conventions and summits outside, you know, for when they come, you, I mean, there is a level of intimidation when they go out to, they don't really know how to flow in. So my idea is to make sure that when you eat here in Nigeria, in Uyo, you can eat anywhere in this world. Be very comfortable. Because you are, going, you are being exposed globally now. The world has completely globalized. So if you think local, you are just going to stagnate and stay behind. As a matter of fact, that is a mental recession. So what you have to do now is to think global. So that was my idea of getting into the restaurant to make sure that one, make profit, very important. That's number one. Number two, bring cultures. You know food is a part of culture. Bring other cultures into our environment. And also in the same, by God's grace, develop franchises and also export. That is when I will get to export. 
by the time I get to export Spring Garden, I would make sure that I know how to package Gary to attract that Chinese man. I know how to package Eddie come not just cooking and calling people to come and eat and you know you put a lot of pepper or salt or whatever that's that's not about it but how can I make that food attractive to somebody who is not from Aquaibum or Nigeria how do I convince that person that if you eat this you are eating healthy that you are not just packing a lot of carbohydrate into your system so all those things take time take experience take trials in order to get to that point now, the, okay. third, the third segment, uh, okay, please, finish, yes. was you were talking about the police. I want to tell every one of you here, when I graduated from the University of Calabar, I did, the, joining the police was my last, the last thing on my mind. You didn't want to be with Robert. <laughs> and it was completely crossed out. But there was a certain person who insisted. And this is how he, he did it. I'm not going to mention his name. He called my parents. I said, I see something in that man that I don't see in so many of our youths. And this is where I want him to be. So when they told me, I was telling my parents, eh, what are you guys talking about? I mean, do you even know what you're talking about? But I'm here to tell you, as honest as, and clear as I can be, the training I got from the Nigerian police force happens to be the training in life I've ever gotten. That one year has made me who I am today. In terms of integrity, you might say, how come? And that is how we were trained back then. And don't be surprised to see members of the Nigerian police force back then excelling anywhere they go to in this world. The training was superb. But we came out, we graduated, and then we got into the mainstream of classic corruption that not only the Nigerian police is noted for, but it's a nationwide problem. Now, after that training, I did my best, and for the few years that I was in the police force, I got to accelerated promotions because of hard work, clear hard work, not because of connections. And as he may have told you, some of my colleagues now have been IGs and maybe still serving as IG and all those other, you know, DIGs, AIGs, there are so many of them. What happened then was that that training also made us to bond very well. When we see ourselves, it's just like also the other secondary school experience that I had in Etienne Institute. I'm promoting Etienne Institute right Etienne now. Etienne Yes, you were there. We had superb training on how to live life. So police was very, very good. My decision to leave the police was also happened just like it was for me to get into the police. I went on vacation. And uh, in the course of the vacation in Philadelphia, in the United States, I was convinced because I'm a visionary person. And it's like when I, when I am locked into something, when I'm convinced by superior argument, I stick to it. Lock, look, you can make it better out here with your zeal and with your everything. And that's how I decided to leave the Nigerian police, move with my wife, just newly married then, and we decided to start it up, start a family over there. And I don't regret one single day. I don't know, guys. This has been a very, very good, um, and I know it was going to be this interesting, because this is the kind of things that we want. 
you know, people interacting, people sharing their experience. I know there are so many hands that are up, and Clement, you probably will have to be here again to answer some of the questions you cannot answer to the bed. Please, if you're asking your question, make it very brief, to the point. You first, please make it brief because we are out of time. Thank you sir. Like, I'm grateful. My question is, I want to know, when you started, what was your vision like? What did you see chemistry as? Was it a course like, should I just do Remember for doing Remember, it's in the restaurant business today. Is that chemistry? <laughs> <laughs> like, was it your profession? Was it the profession you dreamt of doing in future? Was it what you wanted for yourself? Or it was just something that, okay, let me do it because others are doing Or let me do it that this is a privilege I have. I want to also know, what are the challenges you had when you were like, Starting like from your year one when you graduated, what was your vision ahead before you could get to producing all these Baltic materials? Thank you very much. Well, there is something that the scripture says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Even by having to read chemistry, you can see the the least common. Uh, LCM, whatever they call it. Denominator. Denominator or LCD. That most of the times, what I really or I should just think, maybe out of youthful exuberance or whatever that I want to do, I don't get to doing those things. I found that in my life. I got to read chemistry because I applied for medicine, University of Ife, and some of these other bigger universities then, back then. And the jam that we took, well, I wasn't admitted in those universities. But all of a sudden, one day, I saw the letter of admission from jam sending me to University of Calabar and also to do chemistry. I, re I remember at home, my dad told me, so what are you going to do? I said, I am not going. And I want to read medicine, period. He said, well, you know what? He convinced me, go and just be in the university instead of staying at home or being in one of federal government, federal school of art and science, Victoria Island. That's where I was going for. I said, let me go and finish up HSC there. He said, just go sit in the university and then take jump again next year. I said, okay, fine. I left. And in my first year in the college or university as a college year, I got to really know that I have this love for chemistry. And I was making the grades. And I also had classmates, about 31 of us, who were, who were like a family, who were very, very studious. I think we produced two first classes then. And if I mention the year, some of you may not have even been born by that time. Yet. So it was really, <laughs> and that was in 1983. Were you born then? No. You were not born in 83? Wow. So you guys are so, a young generation. So then, university education used to be you go in there, you study, you study, and you study. So we did that, and I loved every single day of reading chemistry. I think maybe what it would help is how you took the chemistry you studied in Unical and become a businessman in America. That yes. might be intriguing for them. Yes. I, that, that actually, when I left America, I did a few jobs before I got... Um, then I was working with a big chemical company in New Jersey, in uh, southern New Jersey. 
I used to commute from Philadelphia to, to South Jersey every day, back and forth. And uh, something also happened in that company that I decided to, okay, let me just resign. And it happened that I found the next job that I had was the company that trained me to do what I am doing in the United States today. Are your business still functioning in the United yes, States? Yes, it is still functioning. And talking about that, that is what I want all of you to do. You see, starting a business, having that entrepreneurial culture is not just about setting up something. It's about developing a management strategy, a management template that even when you are not around, people that you employ, remember your business, you alone cannot be the business. The people that you employ should be like family to you. Those are the people that you really want to cultivate and also develop a system that they are used to in such a way that even when you are at a point, even when you are not around, it still runs. So now I can stay here in Nigeria, which is what I do, and do my business over there. I can see what they are doing in real time in the lab using the internet. So you see this resource that you have called the internet is something that you can never in the world of today joke with. You have to do that. Even in your studies in the university, much of the materials for your education, you can find them online easily. Books and other resources. Okay. Uh, what's next? And then him and then, and then her. I thank you very much, sir, for coming to talk to us. I'm a Didion from a tropical area in Aquarium State. Sir, you've talked so much about starting a business. Sir, presently, so many whites are coming down to Aquabum State to invest. Please, sir, I would love you to still enlighten us much more on how to start from the scratch. And secondly, sir, I want to ask if you are from a very rich family or you may have stumbled on a takeoff grand somewhere when you went to United States. If not, sir, how did you start? Okay. Well, starting a business, especially in the United States, I'm not from a very rich family that gave me money to even go to the United States. So it was a matter of working, saving, having the vision, and when the opportunity came, I latched on to it. And then developing this culture of integrity, honesty in the business, and really having to study the industry to know exactly what is happening. When I started, I think I was about maybe the first or the second black company that got into that business in the entire country, United States. So it took me time. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you it was rosy the first five years. It wasn't. And Clem, you probably want to let them know how you started small, what you didn't start big. The, yes. The fact that you were going to maintain simple equipment. Correct. That, please. And how I started, it. just like he's saying, was that I started small, and then I grew from there, and then I added from one equipment to the other. Because over there, you have to have the expertise before you service the equipment. I started with what is called a pipette. You guys Maybe. know pipette? You must know pipette very well. Yes. Anybody I mean, that have been to secondary school in the days I went, will know the pipette is But the world has moved away from that kind of pipette, the handheld one you have to pull with your mouth, into what is called the pipette. If, if you look at 
when they are doing any scientific research program on TV, you will see people holding one equipment and releasing liquids. And that can measure in microliters or in milliliters. So the idea is, or what I did was to make sure that that unheld pipette, is called a micropipette, I go around universities and hospitals to calibrate that equipment alone. And also pharmaceutical companies, biotech companies, that's where I started. Started small before I added other Because it took the time to learn how to, to learn do how to do that. So you need concentration in business. You need focus. You need not to deviate from your vision and from your goal. Like we said before, challenges are going to come. This is life. They must come. But what you have to do is to just stay focused, stay on the track, and then you will succeed. So the idea of having money to go and start business, no. Although it is difficult a little bit in this country, but over there, loan facilities in order to start businesses. Here, it's a little bit difficult. So which means you have to look for you know, alternative sources of raising revenue in order to be able to get yourself started. But the, key thing, but the key thing was the competency. It's the competency that counts. And I keep telling you, get knowledge. Once you get knowledge, money will come. And that's why we keep telling you about the idea of putting it in a business plan. But get a skill. Let's give it up again to Mr. Papa for being here today. Do you want to see beyond your vision? Do you want to hear what other people think about leadership? Do you need a reshaping of your mindset and mentorship? Then tune in to the podium of leadership, The Poll with Victor Udo, showing on AKBC Channel 45 every Monday by 12.30 p.m. and on NTA Channel 12 Uyo every Thursday by 10 p.m. Tune to the poll on Planet FM on Wednesdays by 3 p.m. and on Inspiration FM every Saturday by 12.30 p.m. You can be a guest on this program. You can also advertise your products, goods and services or sponsor the program by calling our office line 0902-300-7299 that is 0902-300-7299 visit our website on www.thepool.com.ng like our page on facebook.com forward slash the podium of leadership or follow us on our twitter handle at the poll with victor the podium of leadership do show join us I would like to go on, but we just don't have time. If you have any further question, please send us a text at 0902-300-7299. It has been great Bring someone who's been there, done that, and coming home to do it, interacting with you. Once again, we thank you very much for being here. I really appreciate you in the audience that have been taking time to come to the studio. God bless you. God bless our family. Thank you. It's all about oh, the better black.